Welcome in, welcome in. Happy 4th of July Eve to everyone. Eve. Right, that's what it is. Um, so uh <laughs> thank you for uh for settling in with us. People might be out and about with their families and stuff and doing taking part in festivities over here stateside with everything going on with the big holiday, celebrating our independence. Shout out to that. So uh I'm kind of glad we're a country. Uh I don't know about I don't know about you, Blue. How do you feel about it? Let's let's play. What the, what was that mean? What the fuck is a kilometer? Just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our freedom units over here. I saw, I saw, I saw a meme somewhere. It's like, is the United States the rest of the world's Florida? And it's like, Blue's got both. Like Blue's in the Florida of Florida. I'm, I'm in the capital. Yeah, he's, he's uh, in the capital of the United States. It's not Washington D.C., guys. You guys thought that was the capital? It's Florida. Florida is the capital <laughs> of Earth. Yeah, of Earth. Yeah. <laughs> if aliens show up here first, I'd be so excited. Yeah, they get they get the best Someone's... of the best over Florida. <laughs> but oh, no, man. man, I'm 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 excited. I'm, I'm gonna spend like... time with the family this weekend, well, too, or tomorrow, technically. Yeah, uh, be careful with fireworks, everybody. That's the PSA from the Scope Podcast. Don't blow your yeah. fingers off, okay? Follow the directions. Don't, and don't blow someone else's fingers up, and don't point Roman candles at someone's face unless you have a few of them. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, don't do what I did in high school whenever we had Roman candle fights across the road ditches, so out on our farm. It had really deep ditches, and we'd pretend they were like trenches in war. And we would like shoot Roman candles across each other yeah. across the roads. Yeah, don't do uh, that. Uh, allegedly, you can't prove it. Crackers on someone's feet. You can't prove that I did that. So that's allegedly. I can say allegedly. allegedly. But no, I feel yeah. I feel like I'm in the minority sometimes. Um, but I'm pretty proud to what, be an American. The celebration? No, I'm just, oh, you I'm know just what? Like, yeah, I don't want to get. You know, I, I definitely feel like being a patriot is a little bit less known. I guess nowadays, but you know, who am I to say anything? But I am. I'm I'm a pro I know when I get my house and I get a garage and putting an American flag in the garage. That's one of my things I'm doing. Well and, it and has, speak- it's a staple of like any mechanic car garage. It just needs an American flag on the wall. <laughs> but I mean but I mean also along those lines, like to be able to own a house, it's like from from where I came, like I grew up on a small farm, like in a trailer house in the middle of western Kansas, like um we didn't have like tv we couldn't we didn't have phones like we Mm -hmm. were just didn't have hardly any money and in this country i was able to i had to take on some debt to get through and put put myself uh through college and my parents helped get through college and i was able to like get a job work my butt off and now i have like a cool little 10 acre piece of land with a couple horses and a and a house on it and like i've been working my ass off like working like two or three jobs all the time and and i did it and i don't know if there's that many other places like like you can have I think that, for so. me what was because I served in the army going to different countries seeing outside the US put a lot of perspective for me coming back and appreciating it more a lot more um you know seeing all the issues and stuff like that but you know it's not perfect and no no place is perfect no it's yeah but it, it's 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 still an amazing place to live I'm proud of it I know again because and because I served I now had the accessibility to own a house because of that. I had accessibility to get a degree all for free because I served my country. So, I mean, you know, I can't ask, I can't ask more for that. And, uh, I get to shoot cool guns. Basically what we're saying is it's 4th of (laughs) July. Shout out America. 
there's some good stuff about it. Shout out America. We still and don't take that to me and I think, you know, we're perfect. We still have a long ways to go. We need to keep it moving in the right direction, but from all the places in the world, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy for the opportunities that I've had and I I appreciate everyone, you know, that came before us that made the country what it is. Um all the sacrifices and everything that went on and yeah, I just appreciate it. But anyway, yeah, we're a video game appreciate podcast, yeah. I guess. I just I just felt like saying yeah. that. <laughs> You I'm, just felt, I'm feeling you just felt the 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 patriotism flowing through your veins for a bit, for a second there. Yeah, I'm just feeling a, I'm just feeling a little patriotic t- today and tomorrow. So that's that's what you get. Um, so yeah, video game wise, of course, in this episode, the guys, <laughs> the first want to get into it already, <laughs> dude. I, I mean, yeah. So the first two <laughs> topics of today's episode are going to be so weird, and we're gonna might be short. Or long, we don't know yet. I don't know what's going to happen. So technically, both <laughs> the things that we're going to talk about are under NDA. Um, so we're going to do our best and not to break any rules, but also kind of talk around the topics and uh, and give you guys an idea of what's going on with those games as best we can without breaking any rules. Definitely not going to show any gameplay. Uh, not going to mm-hmm. talk about game pacifics and stuff like that. Um, just And there's also been some leaks and stuff that other people have leaked that we can talk about what they did um, and things like that. So we'll try to, to, to navigate these uh, touchy topics as best we can. And then uh, there's some Escape from Tarkov drama that I want to talk about that's a little bit weird that Battlestate just keeps being Battlestate. And then uh, We the People drama. Of course, who else other than Blue? It's like a weekly soap opera with blue the robot he's always getting himself into Tune some in next week <laughs> yeah what i don't know what's gonna happen next week but it was the tweet about i the, will uh, say the drama has has uh, already been a little bit squashed but we'll talk about that later that's well, don't a, ruin it you gotta, you guys you gotta keep people on the edge of their seats don't ruin it okay Lock, sorry we're arguing right now i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah that's why blue's sweating over there he's typing strongly worded emails over it's not there because it's 95 degrees and 100 humidity it's not because of that that's right. That's right. Our resident drama <laughs> king is here. It's hot in Florida right now. Blue's got the content for us. So uh, we'll, we'll get into that. And then uh, a couple quick shots. I actually only have one quick shot so far. Uh, maybe two. But we'll, we'll think of stuff as we go. You know what I mean? Um, before we get into it, though, real quick, I like to do mm-hmm. a segment of the program. What, what have you been playing this week? Program. Game-wise. The program. Uh, this week, let's see. I definitely, it's been a blur, but I've been playing a little bit of, I tried out the, the dead side update, by the way, you're going to love the fishing they added. Oh, they did that already. Was it in the, in the yeah. main server? Like in the main game? In the main server. Yeah. Uh, it's all, all the bases has been wiped. Your stash hasn't been wiped, but the bases are wiped. So. Damn it. Yeah. You got to rebuild it. That's the only bad part, but you can go, fi- dude. Your area is perfect now because now you can go duck hunting and fishing oh, I in the same spot. spot, bro. I picked a good spot. <laughs> Somebody else is going to claim this it. Is, this is getting better and better. Um, I played that for a bit. Uh, I played, and that's our first topic. I've, I've been playing a lot of the Division Heartland. I will say that I keep going back to it. Just something about that game is uh is fun but and other than that oh i i uh i bought um the master chief collection on steam because of the summer sale so i figured i wanted it for a while but then it was like 15 bucks for every single halo game i was like i can't pass up right that opportunity so oh we should have done um 
I'm bad at doing uh, podcasts and FPS shows because we should have went through and looked at some of the cool stuff on sale on Steam. That would have been a cool topic to oh, talk about. Oh, uh, Cyberpunk as well, too. I, I bought Cyberpunk on sale, and I played a few hours, of eh, like an hour or two. And um, it's it's definitely immersive. Uh, that's the whole point of like my channel is like immersive shooters and areas and stuff like that. And if you turn off the HUD, and you're walking around, it's pretty cool. It definitely has gotten a lot better since um, the initial release. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. So it's been a little bit of Dead Side, a little bit of uh, Cyberpunk, a little bit of De uh, the, the Division Heartland, a little bit of, I haven't played Star Citizen in a little bit. Um, I know they got a free flight, which is like a free-to-play test coming up on the 6th. Doesn't that well. like jack up the game for you guys that already play it? Normally, yeah, because it just <laughs> overloads the servers. But I mean, to be honest, like the last one was not bad. It was definitely playable for sure. And maybe it gets better. And then it's like, you know, Citizen Con, which is like their big convention is coming up in October. Um, so maybe we'll get some really cool announcements from that. But uh that's about it for me like if i go like through my stuff i oh i tried out the silica update they haven't added the air units yet i know justin reds in chat i know we're doing like a red versus blue event eventually nice. whenever we get time um and then i checked out the starship trooper i've been checking a lot of i've been trying to like catch up with like throughout the week because i've just been like taking a break from the computer a little bit and just spending time with family and going out um but like Starship Troopers, I checked out that update. I checked out the Hunt Showdown update as well too with Tacti and Gibbs. It was um they added like a, a new boss, which is like an alligator. <laughs> so of course they called me to, to come and hunt down the alligator. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> they were like, I was like, oh, this is my element. Florida man's coming in. Um, have you eaten alligator I, in real life? I have. I dude, it's actually really good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Also, frog legs. I don't know if people might find that weird, but no, those are good too. Pretty good too. Pretty similar taste and texture. I feel like a little bit actually. Yeah, I had different breading on the frog legs as I was fried, and then the gator jerky. I've had both fried as well too, and and jerky form as well. Um, I don't know if I can sign off on the jerky. Like, I, I don't know if I would approve that. It it's, it doesn't really. It tastes. It it was, it was almost like a like a not spicier, but like a heavier hitting because it was also mixed with beef so i definitely i think i tasted more of the beef than the gator but it was beef gator jerky combined huh. so that's why i was like that was my initial entry originally into gator and then i tried it it actually by itself and it was really good um i know squad coming out public testing hopefully again this weekend um scp5k had an update as well to play that made a video about that that was fun um yeah I've been playing. I've been playing a good amount of games just here and there, just not as long. Just kind gotcha. of dipping my toes in, checking it out. So, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. I was gone all weekend. I haven't played too much. I did stream some Siege last night. By the way, shameless plug: after this podcast, I will be live over on Twitch.tv/slash/Crash8, <laughs> playing Rainbow Six Siege, smoking cigars, drinking bourbon, and moving up the ranks. I got to Plat Two last night, trying to get to Emerald. No problem. No big deal. It's not a big deal. Don't mm -hmm. worry about it. I'll take autograph uh, requests later. Um, and then I played. Uh, I got to. I haven't got to spend enough time with the uh, Arc Raiders or Division. I really need to get in there. Um, I think I didn't get into the beta playtest for Arc Raiders. I'm, I'm still a little bit 
upset about that. Uh, so. Shout out Rockhound Black for getting me a code, man. That was super kind of him. So I got to play a little bit of it. Um, and the Division Heartland, I got like through the opening mission and went to do another mission, and then like I had to leave. So like I haven't gotten like hardly any playtime on the Heartland. So do you have it on your PC? Yeah, right now or okay. We definitely got you, me, and uh, I think Redbeard should try to squeeze in some gameplay in. Dude, I would it's love. It's better. To. It's already better with a group. I will say that. I would love to. Um, yeah, you guys could show me the ropes. I'm just a little uh, just a little rookie, man. I'm a little. I mean, to be honest, the grind is real, but uh, we'll we'll talk about that as much as as much as we can for sure. I'm a I'm a little baby. I'm a little division baby. You have to take little me around. Tiny baby. Look little, at the little, little tiny baby. division agent baby. Little <laughs> little level one, everything. Oh, he's so cute. Um, so I guess uh I guess with that being said, uh we can get into the division heartland and talk about what we can think we can talk about um with it being under what NDA. we think we can talk about. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, I'm just trying to work because I put more time into it, you know. Because like, some some NDAs are like you can't show gameplay, but you can talk about it. So the first finals NDA was that like we could talk about it. You could you could talk about you what you see, what you played. It, yeah, exactly. Just put some trailer footage over your talking. Yeah, and like I just go did. from there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly like like this. <laughs> Uh, how to YouTube 101. Just do this. Um, I will say the weirdest part that I got announced to about that beta was that it was only apparently available to people in US, Canada, and Mexico. So people outside kept getting a loading screen. I'm trying to find. Oh, they sent codes to people outside of the region that they're testing? Outside of the region. What a yeah, bait. So what a debate. Oh, that's like, imagine being that person. Like I know uh, a big division player um, and another content creator. Um, oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Danny on PC. Dan the he's man. Pretty. Yeah, he's he's been a lot into that. I, actually, that's how I got into the division too. Was playing with him, um, and he, he was like, "Dude, it keeps loading for me. What's going on?" And then a, uh, a moderator in my Discord show a screenshot and posted the fine print saying only available in Canada, United States, and Mexico. I was like, what? Only in North America right now, pretty much. Huh. I wonder if he could have VPN and got in just had a ping. I don't know. True. True. Um, no, but this is this is the next mainline in, in reference to what people are saying in chat. This is the next mainline division title, right? It's like division three is like not a thing at this point. This is I wouldn't. Yeah, to be honest, and this is just from the feeling of playing it. It feels more like division 2.5. It doesn't feel like division three. So you think there's still a division three in the works? Is I this think like a to be honest, it's so different that I think a division game could still coincide with it, but I'm still not 100% sure I, what the plan is. But I just feel, I just feel like with Ubisoft move, if they did that, if they had Heartland and Division 3, um, but I think from the route of where Heartland's moving to is a better route, in my opinion. I don't think the, the 
Ubisoft has the resources to run two games. Like could be the active division title. It, they don't, and and it is its own game for sure. It's not uh, a spinoff. I mean, it's in the same universe, and you can say that because it's it's just the lore of the game and the trailers. It's a spinoff, not spinoff, but it's in, not really a spinoff. Again, it's in, it's it's regard. It's just in the same universe, just like how Division One took place in New York, and Division Two took place in Washington D.C. The uh, Heartland just takes place in uh, good old Kansas. Yeah, doesn't look like Kansas, um, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> I was we were, working, we were like walking around Kansas. I was like, I wonder if Crash knows what this place is right I here. I can what see my house from here, you guys. <laughs> I was gonna say, just walking around Heartland, just like, no, oh, it, and then Crash is like walking with us. Oh, I've been to this coffee house. Oh, I've been to this, you know, mall. Like, <laughs> it definitely, it definitely is its own game. Um, so. Yeah, is it people did confuse it too, real quick though, because they were like, "Oh, is there, is it Resurgence?" No, Heartland right. is not Resurgence. Resurgence is the mobile version of the Division, whereas Heartland is its own title. Yeah, so. it's its own like mainline title. Yes, okay. So, is it? What are? What's the biggest difference between Heartland and Division Two gameplay loop mechanic style? Because you said it's really uh, different. You, you got me trying to walk that... in a thin line right here without trying to explain game mechanics. Like, I will say, and I did say, and then before we started the, uh, the podcast, I said, and I've been saying it to other people as well, too. I think if you love, I absolutely love the way that the vision plays with the, um, what was it? The, what's the, what do you call it? Like when you shoot someone and they just keep, uh, like, that's not spongy. Yeah, our high enemies, time to kill like, TTK. Yeah, you know, you're just shooting over and over and over again, and it just won't go down. Like it does happen in like the higher tiers for sure, in the division and the and the division two. But it's almost like if you love that type of game style, you God, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm really trying to say something without saying it and getting in trouble, especially because I agree to the terms of ND. Like if I didn't get access to the closed beta right now and i heard about this from a friend i would just say it but it's so <laughs> it's so hard to say it. Um, i don't and i didn't know how this nda was is it one where you can't talk about like be, yeah so i read i was like this nda i went and read the fine print and it's so hard to try to talk about it without trying to uh talk about in-game he's like you're not allowed to talk about the ui you're not allowed to talk about in-game mechanics the location other than it's in kansas you know and whatever people have seen so far from trailers and screenshots and concept art. So it's like, uh, man, I would say it's, it, I can compare it to Division One survival mode. I can say that. If you liked the Division One survival mode, I think you're going to like Heartland, which okay. is a lot more survival esque. It's it, there is some tweaks that need to be made, and that's the whole point of this beta is getting the feedback from the players that are playing it right now. And it is a bit of a grind. I will say that there, there. I can say that there is a grind involved. So and um, again, man, there's so much I can say, but I can't. Like I want to. It's like because like I can't even say how many players are on the map, how it loads in, you know. There is, there is, we did talk about this though, and this is our public information. There is a daytime and a nighttime, and right. I got to experience so far a little bit of both. More daytime right now, but nighttime is scary. 
Nighttime is tough. Nighttime is like Dark Zone 2.0. So that's essentially that. what I thought. And they, they talked about the day-night difference in this video that I'm showing. So we could talk At about daytime, that. I can say everyone's friendly. <laughs> and nighttime, Dark Zone happens. I think, I think that's safe to say. What happens in Dark Zone stays in Dark Zone. That's, stays in Dark Zone. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of what I thought. Um, because I will say it's fun though. It is fun to play. Like I'm having a ball coming back to the game. Um, but yeah, it, it looked fun and it's definitely, like they said, it is an extraction shooter. Um, and it is, uh, mm -hmm. they did survival. They talked about in this video, we're showing like having to find water and stuff like that. And I feel like the water the little mechanic bit, is real from the little bit that I saw. So you do have to drink water. Um, from the little bit I saw, resources are somewhat kind of scarce as far as weapon, as far as like ammo and stuff, more so than in the old I one. I think that's that's the one thing they're tweaking a little bit. I think because from people that I've played the first time, saying things have changed. So, uh, I will say, and just to answer answer uh, a question in chat, which by the way, YouTube, you know, you can watch the, the chat on you know live if you're watching on video guys just saying um for all the audio listeners um <laughs> i will say i do wake up or i get home and i want to launch heartland like i want to stream it i want to make content on it i want to play it there's something about that game that keeps me wanting to come back over and over again now again the grind is real and I will, and I think when people finally get their hands on this, or people who are in, who are watching or listening, who have put their time into the game, like I'm seeing people in game running around with like end game gear already, with like the beta stuff, like which is crazy to think of like how much time people have put into the game because it takes a while to get to that stuff. So I mean, for um, a free to play game like this, I hope so. And that's the thing too. I, I, for, I keep thing. forgetting that it's free to play. Like yeah. I keep thinking it's a $60 game. No, this is a free to play title. And I think it's going to get a lot of attention. I just hope when it does come out uh, officially that people will, uh, or like the game can hold up in a answer possible, a legend potential. <laughs> potential. So do you think there is room for pay to win? If this is going to be a free-to-play game and the grind is slow, if you play it out, do you think there will be, because they're going to have to make money somehow? Do you think there'll be yeah, like people were already talking about that tier skips and stuff? About yeah, people were already talking about that like in the game chat and uh, just in the uh, Discord as well. Of like some aspects might feel like they're pay to win, and without revealing too much, I could agree on some things. It's almost like. What was it like with, uh, I mean, it's not a free to play game, but like Call of Duty with the blueprints. Um, I can't think of an, any other game that does like a free to play with like loot crates that has weapons in it. But, you know, you're able to do that. But then again, like some of the weapons you might get could be bad. Some of the weapons you get could be just not able to be modified. I don't know. It's um, because you also, because. I don't know what there's I will say the story I can say this yeah the store isn't in the game yet so I I think no one I mean I can say that I think without being in trouble <laughs> I think I'm wrong in the tight line but oh. no one's able to spend money yet I will say that no one's able no one 
yet has able to put money into the game yet. So everything um, is still available to earn in game. Okay. That's just something that we'll need to watch. Um, then Frank yeah. asked a good question for me that I can take this one. Um, does Ubisoft uh, not support their games after launch? I would say, dude, I think the they vision. do. I think they do a good job. My hat, Rainbow Six Siege. I'm playing the crap out of that game. We're in year eight, season two of content. Um, Division two mm -hmm. is still getting content, still getting DLCs, still in year mm -hmm. five or something. Um, the games that Ubisoft doesn't are the weird ones. So I'm gonna look at like <laughs> X Defiant as the sketchy ones. Um, I'm gonna look at you know Cold what they Moses do. With, never gonna come out with like Hyperscape. <laughs> And, and those kind of games that, yeah, that died off, I think, quick, dude. I think their main like Tom Clancy titles, I think they stick with pretty well. And if this is a free to play one and if it's grindy and people get hooked on the gameplay loop and if this can be an extraction shooter that can potentially figure out in game a little bit better um, and have some more rewarding stuff once you get leveled up, you know, we're still we're still looking for that extraction shooter that gets you somewhere past progression right now. Uh, Tarkov, we're going to talk about Arc Raiders in a little bit. Like a lot of that stuff, a lot of those extraction shooters still haven't solved the problem of end game. It, right now, the the, yeah. the gameplay loop is progression. Like the progression part is what you enjoy of an extraction shooter. When you get to the end, what do you do then? So if this game can solve that and it, and it does well, I I think they could they could support it for a really long time. Also, to to add on to what Blue was saying, and we were talking about alleged or potential pay to win situation where this is free to play, and they're going to have to you know make money somehow. If if the game is good, if there's a lot of content, and I feel like I'm getting a lot of hours out of a free game, I don't mind buying some stuff to support the game. Um, I kind of do that in Rainbow Six because I appreciated them doing uh, constantly working on anti cheat, constantly working on quality of life stuff into year eight. Mm -hmm. Like I said. Um, tons of content every single season with Rainbow Six. Even when I was taking a break from that game, I would still pop in and uh, like buy the battle pass and stuff and, and try to progress through it a little bit just because I appreciated them, you know, still supporting the game. So this could be a situation if the game's free and it's really good, um, I don't mind uh, supporting with buying some cosmetics and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I'm. I I feel the same. Does Rainbow Six? Can you buy like? I'm guessing you could buy operators that maybe like. What if it's an operator that has like a meta weapon? Oh, uh, you can buy it. Yeah, you or know, unlock that's, it. In that's game. when people. You can't please everyone, or and that's can, the issue too. Or you can unlock them in game. Um, too. So yeah, and, and that's the thing too. Like I think the grind in the game is still worthwhile of even if people do end up spending a little bit more money on the game you could still like if let's say let's say if you have a 1v1 a person who bought their specific weapon and a person who grinded for it there's not going to be any difference between the two i will say that you know there's going to be you know it's just it just depends on how maybe how fast you want to get there but there is plenty of room and space in the game to just go and earn it in game which is the point of playing the game in the first place that's what you want to do is get that progression to have that gameplay loop to, to be satisfied with putting your hours into it especially if it's free to play you're getting nothing but just straight entertainment yep yeah man i i need to get into this and play some more <laughs> all right dude we're gonna hit me up anytime i'm like i'm so hooked on it dude and i was leaving and i, I was know, like i played a little bit i played a little bit of fry as well too and we were having a discussion while playing it and it was definitely like yeah we can i could see 
people loving it and I can see people hating it in regards to the gameplay loop. Like it, it's not gonna be for everyone. It's not gonna be for your traditional division players. Because like even Dark Zone, you have like the safety net of I guess oh yeah, because you kind of have like the safety net of like let's say um walking around just like DC or New York without the dark zone. It's all like it's all strictly PvE there, but you have so much ammo, you have no survival elements to worry about. You know, it's all just you can sprint forever, you know, whereas Heartland is is different from that, where it's a, a bit it's a bit just it's it's more survival. It's more survival-esque. It's not, but it's not a hundred percent a survival game, which is I guess what I'm trying to get at too. It's not it's not gonna be like if I can't get water, I'm gonna die. Like Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else we could talk about without uh getting getting into trouble. They it's still supposed to release this year, right? Yeah. I don't so, know. Is there an actual specific date? Have they? Have we? Does anyone know? Maybe <laughs> we're great at this. Yeah, we're good. We. Uh... No, it's just 2023. So no, no specific. Yeah, but there's. But not... they also say late 2023 or early 2024. I'm thinking Christmas. Because that's where the um, in both the 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 lore of New York and DC uh, and DC, it, the green virus takes place in Christmas, and I think that was the original one of the original launch dates for the first division. It was during around the holidays, so I could see I could see a, a, a Christmas time release. That'd be cool. I mean, from what I, mean, I will say, the first division when that trailer came out was amazing like of like the you hear like the holiday music in the background and i oh that's another comparison the way the division looked like in those first trailers where it looked a little bit more slower paced tactical that's heartland that might be that maybe oh it's um I hope it's I hope it's soon because uh, from what I've seen and what I've heard from people, the beta plays pretty well. Have you uh, heard or allegedly potentially maybe seen um, bugs? I know I know they said I know they did say yeah they're working on net code and stuff like that. But that's just that's just gonna be you know I think an uh, an ongoing fix. I don't I mean then again that's just from games I've played that they just never seem to get net code and hit reg right ever. I don't know why. That's just. We'll see. I don't know how that how that's gonna work out, but but I mean it it feels like it could release pretty soon. Like it feels, it feels like it's right around the corner. It's about I, done. I can, I can, yeah, it's about done. I, it's not. It's not early access alpha. It's not a tech demo. It's it's pretty much complete. I feel like at this point, and, and that makes me feel good. Like about launch. Now the other thing, the wild card about launch with a game like this is that people are talking about it and gonna get excited about it. And it's going to be free to play, so the servers are going to get absolutely destroyed uh, when it launches. What? Huh? What's going to get destroyed? The servers for this game when it launches. And you're talking yeah, about I mean, like some of the again, issues are net. It's going to be free. Xbox. People are getting excited. 
you know, console and PC, like, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm excited. So, all right. Is that probably about all we can, I think that's the, that's all we could probably <laughs> say. You're going to have to take the next one more. Cause I, I haven't touched it. I haven't even looked at the leaks. I've just so stuck with just hearing it from you. So uh, a bunch of gameplay was, let's just talk about it from the, from the perspective of player two's video. Um, I so, got nuked. Yeah. So player two put out a video that I thought um, we were live on Twitch when it happened. And Blue and I were talking <laughs> about it and we, we were both kind of like, that's a bold move. That's a bold move. So if you didn't that's see a bold it, move, Con. let's see how it plays. Yeah. Out. <laughs> let's see how that plays out. Cause it was, uh, what what pretty much happened is someone completely ignored the NDA. I think it was a German content creator and streamed mm -hmm. like just straight up Arc Raiders gameplay. Um, you know then, what? Riot almost did that. And I'm glad you caught him before he started streaming that. Yeah, he was going to stream too. I don't think he would have because when you launch it, it tells you um, about the NDA. You have to click accept to the NDA before you can uh, play the game. Um, but essentially... Um, he showed like all the aspects of the game uh, with our creators um, within this play. What's in the play test? Um, the graphics all, all appear. I'm just going to talk about it. Like I said, this is not my experiences. This is looking at player two's video. Um, the graphics are like the trailers. Um, this is one of the, in my opinion, this appears to be, one of the first true next-gen shooter games graphics wise because it's going to come out on it's unreal engine 5 it's going to be coming out on the the current gen consoles only so there's no, no port. A lot of people were said about that but it's time to move on guys i'm sorry yes yeah. and and you see that um in the gameplay footage uh there was an underground base with somewhat of a uh like a hideout um that you can upgrade again speaking to player two's video um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you can see, I think it appeared to be like persistent servers too, that you kind of hop in, hop out at different times, but they did turn it into a complete, uh, uh, extraction. I mean, it is, yeah. it is 100%, uh, feeling like escape from Tarkov, um, just within a different setting, much better graphics and mm. third person. Um, there was... Uh, a lot of crafting and stuff and what they kind of how they shifted the paradigm of this game is there were going to be a lot of heroes that you could play as um but what's kind of funny you can see what they did uh from player two's video not me from player two's video um you can see that they they took all those heroes that you were going to play as and they made them the traitors um it's kind of funny. So there are traders ah, um, funny. that you get their quest from. Um, you can buy stuff from, upgrade your stuff. Uh, currently, it appeared that there were two uh, two maps within the playtest. And um, essentially, Speranza is like the safe zone. Um, it's where you can hide out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's where all your stash and stuff is. As of this playtest, it wasn't like a Destiny Tower where you could walk around and interact with people. It was just kind of like the menu system, what the background and stuff showed you were down in this underground colony. A lot of audio and hustle bustle going on behind you, but it wasn't a place that you could like walk around in. Um, and then what you do is you take an elevator yeah. to the surface. 
and the surface is where the arc are. Um, the surface is where um, you can you can see like the the alien bots, and then you can also run into other raiders. So essentially, what it is like the whole premise of it is Speranza is an underground. It's like the only safe space from the arc invasion, but people and everyone is running out of resources. So you are a raider that you are tasked with getting certain resources. So you deploy to the top, have to go find them, um, and and get out. So um, that's essentially what it was. Um, it appeared based on player two's video <laughs> that there wasn't a ton of content in this play test. And, and you got that vibe uh, when they talked about the announcement of the beta, um, how they were really uh, just kind of testing a few concepts in this one. It wasn't ready to show the world. Um, they're testing some concepts um, of the gameplay loop and if it's going to work. And, and I, I really think it did. Um, I don't really want to get into my experiences too much. Uh, but this game does truly have um, a lot of potential. I think this was similar to the finals. I think this appears to be a true beta playtest. It's not like it's not like the division where the division feels like they could release it. This one still needs some time, um, and it Let needs yeah, it needs it needs uh, some balancing and some stuff more to it. But they they are well on their way um, to having something really really unique. Um, but there just needs to be some fixes, some changes, and a lot more of it. Um, and the the again, this is going to be another case. I think what's going to make or break this game is going to be the end game. Um, I think. Yeah. I think I think progressing both and, for both. Yeah. I think progressing and moving through stuff and moving through the game and leveling up and leveling up your hideout is going to be great. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you're going to have some really unique and cool moments out in these beautiful environments but once you get there like man i don't know what's also gonna be a free-to-play shooter as well too right yeah this is gonna be free to play as well so i mean (laughs) extraction shooter folks you're gonna be eating good soon um yeah there there's gonna be this and then uh i think um there one of the ways that i always thought that they could help with in game of extraction shooters is a lot of story driven events. And it sounds like that's what marathon is really going to lean into. This one could do that. There's a whole lore and story to this thing that would make really cool in game events that even if you were leveled up. Yeah. Even if you were leveled (laughs) up, like that would be fun to do. So I hope they have a lot of like, um, like destiny raids that moves on the story and stuff like that. I think it'd be cool. Especially if there is a PVE aspect to it, I think it'd be cool. Like everyone has to fight like this giant robot in order to unlock the next part of a map or something like that. I don't know. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, they could do some boss stuff like that. And I, I hope they have a lot um, of content planned because it's a really so it, it, this game got delayed as well too. Technically, right? Well, yeah, it got. It was originally <laughs> last or twenty twenty one. It it feels like it wasn't necessarily delayed to work on it it was delayed to switch it to pvp it was going to be a pve extraction only so it was going to be you against the art so there's no yeah because i was looking up there's no official release date even though they say it's coming 20 i mean they said it was coming last year so then it happens now they just say it coming soon so yeah because they because they completely it's ready re- when it's ready yeah which is okay with me um but they did they they like completely revamped it um yeah, rumors are saying 2024 but again uh, maybe mid to late 2024 i can probably see that uh from if you talk about the betas that we played recently the finals 
the Heartland and this one, this one seems like it needs the most time um, to get done. Based yeah, on Play of Two's videos. Was so much fun. Um, but yeah. I don't know what else I can say other than like the stuff we thought was true with uh, the traders, um, the hideout that you can build. Uh, there's a lot of crafting, tons of crafting. So, um, so the grind is real in that one too, because all yeah. the resources you got to grab and mm -hmm. hopefully extract with. If you, I'm guessing, if you die in game, you die and you lose all and, your stuff. Um, I mean, it's the whole point of extraction games. From you the know? gameplay that we saw on Player Two's video. <laughs> the extraction is very tense it's very tense because you have to actuate an elevator that makes a lot of noise and it takes a long time to come pick you up and uh everyone ai raiders know that you're trying to extract and you probably have loot with you yeah very uh very 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 intense i'm excited i'm excited to get hopefully hopefully get my hands on it soon but you know i'll probably have to wait till the next official play test yeah it needs some more time <coughs> but the one thing the high point on this one is it feels next gen like the first really true next gen um yeah cool i think that's that's about that i can't say too much there wasn't there i signed the nda i'm just going off what i saw on player two's video i can't go off I mean, yeah, I, I right think got copyright claimed specifically by Embark Studios. Yeah, his video got destroyed like we knew it would. <laughs> Pretty much knew it would. <laughs> I, I was not, I was not expecting that video to last as long as it did. It to be honest, I thought minute. I was gonna get. Yeah. So, just know, guys, if you sign an NDA, please don't make a video on it. Especially if they specifically say not to make a video on it. <laughs> yeah. Get some clarification if you need to first. Reach out to the moderators or managers, whoever you got to reach out to. But any any NDA you sign, please just do your due diligence. You know, hopefully it's a lesson learned for him. Things happen. He moves on. We, we continue on for our lives. And yeah, it'd be good. <coughs> Shoot, man, I choked on green tea. I'm dying, man. I poured green it into tea. my lungs. I love green tea. I do too. Good for you, but green tea, green tea, and matcha. That's, I mean, tea, I guess they're the same thing, right? I think so. I think matcha is just kind of green tea, but anyway. I'm not sure. So along those lines, since I've been drinking green tea, I kind of need to use the restroom real quick. Can I hit the break screen for just like a minute? I'll be right back, and we'll talk about the Tarkov stuff. Yes, break okay? screen, guys. We'll be back after he uses the little boys' room. I'm gonna go to the loo. <laughs> I'm seriously, it's gonna be so fast. I'll just be back in like a minute or so. Wash your and, hands. Uh, I don't need to. Okay, be right. <laughs> uh what's been going it's, on since i was gone it sounds like there's weird stuff going on in chat i don't know what what this is about yeah, just, just you know just you know you left and i decided to put my moves on i have the as the kids say i have the riz okay i've never heard that <laughs> you never heard the riz it's, it's like charisma you have charisma oh you know, you have game. why didn't you just say that <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> words are being made up nowadays uh, it's too I hard. I just found out what it meant yesterday. It's too hard to say <laughs> all of the syllables. <laughs> yeah, you have charisma now. And they just shortened it to Riz. I don't know where it comes from, how it started, but I don't. I don't get it. You got. You got some Riz. You got some Riz. No. Uh -uh. 
No, I'm. I'm big smoke, you don't have you know a cup of whiskey in one hand and a cigar in the other. That's that's. that's I pretty will crazy tonight. In my book. I will tonight on my live stream at <laughs> twitch.tv slash crash eight while I'm playing Rainbow Six Siege. Let's crash one through seven. We're taking. Shoot! Look at this mug. <laughs> Ooh, fancy! Nice. You can buy one nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have merch. Are you kidding me? Okay. Next topic. I once was going to, whenever my channel was like in disarray from whatever Battlefield 2042 was when it launched, I thought about going like straight, like hardcore into Tarkov. I'm glad I didn't because mm -hmm. there's like weird stuff over there all the time. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I just kind of talk about some of the Tarkov drama once in a while. Um, a high profile data miner, logical solutions. If you guys have played Tarkov, you have probably seen tweets and information from logical solutions because anytime something changes within the game, there's a new in-game event or they make tweaks to stuff. Battlestate Games does not communicate that very effectively in the least bit. So there's a there arises a need for people like logical solutions who um has tools that search the game code, finds changes, and lets people know. Uh, what the updates are essentially um, but actually like last week he was banned um, they put out a big uh, uh, announcement Battlestate Games did talking about how um, data mining and stuff and looking into game code was going to be against terms of service and then like five minutes later oh, you know they boy. had him in mind like they banned him from the game um, completely banned his account permaban um he shared it logical solutions then shared a screenshot of like he was like why did i why did i get banned he's like once that thing came out i didn't do it anymore um <laughs> he showed a screenshot well, of it i read that article as well too of like how he shouldn't show how he that data mines but can yeah. he still showcase the info from the data mine but that's still get him in trouble yeah so nikita said that uh Maybe. you shouldn't share how you data mine and everything we saw it so you broke the rules again uh logitech solutions denied having shared any data mined information since battlestate announced with a crackdown to which nikita said you lie and shared screenshots of logical solutions sharing information on screen on stream screenshots which the streamer states were from before battlestate's dude, announcement why does fucking nikita sound like a dick dude yeah i mean he's russian he sounds like a power hungry a-hole dude like Oh, you lie. Like, dude. Like I, it reads Russian. Um, so then in a... <laughs> Sorry that, to all the Is that racist? That I, I don't know. I love you all. Um, he received communication <laughs> that his ban was Confirmed. lifted. Canceled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, we get canceled every week here. Um, I'm very glad that Nikita for the folk for... Yeah, they it essentially changed their stance and uh, unbanned him and stuff. I don't know. I never figured out, like, is data mining oh, like still going to be a thing? They lifted the ban. Yeah. Um, but the I mean, data, data mine is going to happen with logical, without logical solutions or with him. It's going to happen. People are going to post it on Reddit pages, on threads, on tw Twitter. It's just, it's just going to be a thing for as long as that game's out. But my oh, well, but it's crazy. They'll do crazy stuff about data mining, but cheaters are still running rampant through that game. Well, and that's where this this rests a little bit on Battlestate games as well. Um, there's if you did proper patch notes and you communicated game changes properly, there would not be a need for data mining. Like if you didn't Correct. make these systems so convoluted and nuanced, and then when you change stuff, you don't tell anybody or you 
a lot of times what happens is especially like today, like, so there is a, uh, <laughs> Marquez got me with that one. Um, so there, <laughs> there is a, uh, there's a new event going on where like all of the, <laughs> I can't focus now. Um, so like, like all the bosses and stuff, all the bosses spawn on all the maps at certain times, but they gave the time zones on Twitter, but it's actually Moscow time. So like, if you're here, like if you're in the States, you have to transfer to Moscow time to try to figure out what bosses are going to be on what maps during the events. It's so convoluted. Also, if there's someone that doesn't do Twitter and doesn't do Reddit and just plays the game, they have no way of ever knowing about these I'll events. Never know. They never yeah. show anything in game. What they 100% need to do is within the the hideout, it needs to start with your intelligence center as level one and have messages in there where you can go and check messages and what's going on throughout Tarkov. Because if you play that game, you have to plug yourself in. You have to look at the wiki. You have to maybe get the app like Battle Buddy to be able to see what kind of ammo you have to run. You have to stay up on Twitter. You have so to stay up on Reddit. Third just, party things just yeah, to play just a game. just to know what's going on. And that's why things, I just... Basically, I wanted to talk about this story because I wanted to talk about how I think Battlestate Games needs to do a better job at communicating what they're doing with the game, when they're going to do it, why they're going to do it. And even with these events, just tell people in game so you don't have to go out to all these other resources to find out what's going in the game. I feel like that's not great game design. I don't feel like that's a good user experience to have to use all these third party tools not. to find out what is going on with the game when you log into Tarkov, like what you're going to run into a little silly that reminds me of a little bit of a situation i just got exposed to on um star citizen as well too care to elaborate oh oh well so it? apparently you know what reshade is yeah so people use that game use reshade i i've used it in ghost recon breakpoint to capture like really cool screenshots or stalker anomaly to make the game look pretty you know, people use it for that reason alone. Um, but apparently people use it a lot in Star Citizen to make dark planets brighter. They did that so they Tarkov. can see. Yeah, exactly. They do it in Tarkov as well, too. So that, that just that's why it kind of like reminded me of a video I just saw. And there's a content creator out there that specifically uses it on their channel and showcases it on YouTube. Now, they say that CIG, which is the development team for Star Citizen, allows reshade, but I don't think they meant it in that capability. For like an in-game advantage? For an in-game advantage. Like, if you're using third-party software for in-game advantage, regardless that the devs approve the software or not, that's still a cheater move. It's still a cheater. I don't care who you talk to, who you try to convince yourself or other people, but it's still, if you're, if someone is just, if loads up the game and just wants to play it without having to use third party software, they shouldn't have to rely on other apps or wiki pages or whatever software needed to be on the same playing field as you. So that's again, when it comes to Tarkov and Star Citizen, both games are in that same area and it, Proves a point because then there's a crosshair option in reshade, which puts a little crosshair on your screen. So no matter people use that in Tarkov as well, too. So they could just hit fire and know exactly where the bullets are going to go. Most likely same thing with star citizen, but star citizen. Now it showcases 
that the red dots and the holographic sites in the game aren't centered. So when they put the crosshair on, the red dot is actually to the bottom left of most of the times of the crosshair itself. So even now that's a game mechanic that's broken. So if you, if you, if you point a red <laughs> dot at someone's head, it's not going to shoot their head. You needed, but the thing is you needed a third party software just to figure that out. So now people that know that information know to aim up and to the right instead of down and to the left. You know? So. We just need to yeah, get... And there's, there's, so many, there's so many games that have disabled Reshade because of that. Yep. You know? To keep everyone on the same playing field. And there's so many games that d- just don't allow third-party software, third-party applications to be used while playing their game. Is that not the point of not cheating? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just yeah. weird. Maybe I'm old. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a yeah. touchy oh, subject. Hunt Showdown too. has the same issue because like Hunt Showdown too of has fog and and rain and you know dark shadows and and all that gets put to waste if someone's using reshade. So they can see you through the fog. They can see you in the dark spots while you're here immersing yourself in the world and the rain and it's foggy and it's thunder lightning. But someone across the map can see you, or I know different games got rid of it, like uh, Counter Strike. They used to have like uh, not really a, a cheat because okay, it's not okay, not in the, the, the traditional sense of like seeing through walls and auto locking, but it would make player skins bright, so you can see them across the map. Or like World of Tanks had it where it would make certain tanks skins like highlight on their on the tank itself where to shoot to knock out and disable systems and they took it out. I don't know why Tarkov still is running into that same issue. Star Citizen still is running into that same issue. That's I disabled it. Yes. Unshowdown's in that same issue. Interesting. Third party software, regardless if it's a, a approved or not, if it's used for an in-game advantage is cheating. Okay. That's my two cents. Now, you know, <laughs> I've never used nah, you that know. stuff. I do have a crosshair that I can turn on on my monitor, but I don't think it helps me. I've never used it. <laughs> I don't, again, again, the only time I've used reshade is to add contrast and color correct and make it super immersive and cinematic. Because when I, dude, when I use reshade and Ghost Recon Breakpoint, it's such a pretty game. Yeah, that'd be you fun know, to even use more for pretty artistic reasons. Anomaly. Mm. Yeah, I, I, and that's the thing. It's it's. I think it's mainly more for artistic reasons. in My book, but people people ruin a good thing. People abuse it because, like, I didn't even know Reshade was available in games like Star Citizen or even Tarkov. And I can imagine using it for Tarkov or Star Citizen to make it look so different and look cool and immersive. And yeah, exactly. So I mean, <clears throat> but yep. Yeah. All right. Since you're fired up right now. You ready to <laughs> you ready to go on with some more drama? More drama. On the next play my video in the background for the production team. The next episode <laughs> of Drama with Blue the Robot. Let's talk about what's going on with We the People. And I'm going to need a lot of context, I think, because okay. I don't really know much about this game. It's it's very underground still. It kind of like some people know about it, some people don't. Um I will say before this podcast, I actually had a conversation with the creative director. Um, 
I know he's been meaning to reach out for a while. You know, he was like posting on my Twitter. He then commented on my video and stuff like that. And the background of this game, and I, I feel like I should really just kind of bring it up because it's more, they can explain it a little bit more. So it's called We the People. The background of the game is called, is, is, well, the background of the game is the year is 2028. You are a survivor, one of the few left amongst the living dead. So there's zombies involved. Uh, you must fight to survive in this hardcore shooter based in post-apocalyptic America, which apparently is is taking place in uh, Washington State, so in the Northwest, not Washington D.C., Washington State. I believe. Oh, well, see, you know what? He just said Washington D.C., and now they're saying Washington State on the on the main page. See, it's so confusing with this game. Anyways. Oh. Apparently, it's going to be a post-apocalyptic extraction PvPVE shooter that's supposed to be hardcore, realistic, realistic weapons, realistic tools, gadgets, whatever it is people use and stuff like that. And um, because of that, I looked into it. And I was like, "Oh, another extraction shooter. Cool. I'm I'm excited to, to, to take a look at it." And you know. From the first devlog, I will say the devlog had, and I, I talked to the to the creative director. I think his name, um, Drew, is his name. Yeah, Drew. Um, he was saying that he was kind of going along the lines of like how Road to Vostok did their um, devlog of like cinematic, immersive storytelling, talking about the mechanics of the game, showing transparency. I was like. That's cool. I gave credit where credit was due. That that devlog was pretty nice. It was very well produced. Even Road to Vostok, uh, uh, the 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 main well, I mean, what's his name again? I was how, how do you Auntie. pronounce it? <laughs> Auntie. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he even like commented on their devlog and was like, "Good job, like good stuff." So you know, a lot of eyes were on this game, and then for Steam Next Fest. They put out a tech demo. I didn't get to play the tech demo, but I saw it was recommended to me on footage on YouTube, and I opened it up, and it was just bad. Like, the 5.56 caliber rounds look like skinny 50 cal rounds. The little, and, I, and you know, the suppressor sounded like an airsoft gun. The mechanics were clunky. The textures were bad. The the movement of the the guns the 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 like handling looked bad, I mean, and then I looked more into it, and then it just seemed like the 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 team that was behind it didn't look professional. It looked like it was taken like pictures were taken from the internet, but then of course, apparently talking to Drew, those are real people. Those are some of them are freelancers. Some of them are actually apparently, and I actually hold on, I wrote notes. <laughs> I wrote notes. Because I wanted to talk a little bit more here. So basically, they have two writers, uh, apparently, on the team that helped with Wizards of the Coast. They apparently have another developer that is currently still working full-time for Halo. They have voice actors from different creators still coming into the game. They're talking with them. They're working it on Unreal Engine 5. They have apparently quarterly playtests coming. They're fixing settings. They're Nevada-based, which apparently confused me because I thought originally it was because, like, the, one of the guys was from Moscow. So I was like, wait, is or from Russia. So I was like, so are you Russian-based? Are you U.S.-based? And, then you know, they were talking about, oh, 
Hold on. My wife's knocking at the door. Stand by. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. Welcome um, back. What was I saying? Anyways, so is it Russian-based or U.S.-based? It's U.S.-based, apparently. And the guys that, the, I mean, the guy that I was talking to, he's a, uh, apparently former uh, infantry for the U.S. Army as well, too. Apparently a couple other of their team is former military. So, and he was saying that, you know, from the grunt perspective, we kind of just throw stuff at the, you know, the thing. I was like, that's, that could work, you know, but you're also, I think you just shot yourself, and this is my opinion, you shot yourself in the foot by showcasing a horrible tech demo. I didn't play it, man. I can't, like, I can't comment I would, on it too much, want, but I would, there's a video on it, um, from gameplay and stuff like that. Cause you go look at the devlog and the, the cinematic lore they have and stuff like that. And it looks okay. It's not great looking, you know, but it's, it's definitely, you know, it's not the best. It's not the best looking at all. Like, so I think they should, I think they need to work on the way they, like it, I told I told him too like you don't have to meet deadlines if it's going to be crap content. If you got to take your time and postpone it and wait, do that instead. Yeah. So I just from my my uh, uneducated perspective on on what I've like heard so far is um that we're always rooting for titles like this um because and that's we, the thing we, and people he he thought like i was a get not not i don't think he thought that but from his perspective he was like you know it feels like not attacking but i was like i mean i was like dude from what I, the research i've done and the way the game is running it's not great i'm sorry if people told you otherwise but it's not great in in the current state and i and again i told him like i've played roads of Vostok, i played project quarantine those are tech demos made by smaller teams. Hell, Rose of Ozark made by one guy, and it was the first tech demo that came out was 10 times better than We the People's demo. And that's, that's what like, it's... I don't get it. That, that's just what it sounds like. It sounds like, like a little bit of a misstep in the fact that they potentially just showed it a little too early. Um, yeah, he said he wants to showcase the good and the bad. I say show your best foot forward the entire time, especially in this day and age when you have to do that. People are going to denounce you day one and move on to the next title because if you don't make it, there's 10 more titles behind you waiting to take your place. That's just the way the name of the game is yeah, nowadays. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, It's like your first impressions are everything with gaming all the time. And and I feel like we just we see it like with... with with everything like x defiant is still trying to recover from it with having tom clancy on the name and pissing people off there's still people that are like upset with that as far as like showing the good and the bad the way to do that is within the devlogs if you have something that's still bad and you want to chronicle your progress and you want to show people like how far it's come you show that you don't let them play that in my opinion exactly um, you exactly. can definitely show like hey this is where we're started um, and then show like really cool stuff like, hey, we got to look at this, look at this lighting pass, like how much better do things look now? Uh, look at, look what we did, how we updated the UI, 
um, all that stuff, and it gets people excited. But when people play that, generally when you have when you have a tech demo, the demo means demonstration. You're demonstrating your game, and if if it's not something that you think is in a good state, if it's not something that you're you're ready to show and to demonstrate how the game is going to play, then I don't think you do it yet. Um, I, I think you put a little bit more time into it and a little bit more thought on how is this going to be perceived because uh, and, and for me right now, I'd seen this game. I'd seen people talk about it and I try to keep up on first person shooter stuff. I didn't know and you had to get clarification that they want to show the good and the bad. So you have to have From this the creative director himself. Yeah, so you have to have that context when you play this tech demo that it's incredibly raw and it's incredibly unfinished. And we just talked about with Tarkov how people have to go find all these third-party resources and information to know what's going on with Tarkov. You can't expect people to know that. You cannot expect people to get mm -hmm. in your demo, play it, it's rough, and it's like, oh, well, they wanted to show the bad part so they can show how far they've come. People don't know that. We're in an age right now where the AAA studios are do all the betas that you hear about, and their play tests, they're almost finished. Like, they're not traditional betas. So when you play... People play a beta, they think that they're getting, you know, a game that's going to release pretty soon and it's ready to go. So I think if they, I, so first off, I think showing a really unfinished tech demo is, is a little bit of a misstep. And then to further uh, make that a little bit worse is not letting people know that you're showing steps of the game because people aren't yeah, he did know say that. he's taking the feedback he's taking the criticism they're gonna work on it so i mean you just gotta let him cook at this point but but you know i expected more from a veteran team as well too especially when it comes to gunplay and 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 those little details about that yeah and i mean little details are probably something that they'll eventually get to so i'm just i'm just hopeful that um yeah. they 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 take the feedback um yeah and and sean is in chat i appreciate you being here uh says he's part of the team he said there was a banner that stated it was in a raw state but people maybe it should allow so people see it yeah that's the same oh sean is um yeah the so community the manager manager um yeah and then what what i would say what i would potentially say to that is every beta has that even like the super finished one so like the division heartland had that and that's like a super clean game. And I'm just saying, I understand. I understand how betas are uh, and like the true mm -hmm. sense of an alpha and the true sense of a beta and a tech demo. But I'm just saying the public doesn't because the betas that that 99% of the public sees are these unfinished or are these like AAA demos essentially to get people to pre-order stuff. And they do say that too. They're like, this is unfinished state. We're still working on it. And it, but people get used to the games being like pretty much finished anyway. This is just my opinion. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm. I hope uh, it gets turned around, and this is a this is a cool starting point to their story. Um, because yeah, we're we're always huge fans of of indie games that do something different. Because like like we say all the time yeah. on this channel, like <laughs> if you look at AAA shooters right now, what you have you have Battlefield, you have Halo, and you have COD, like the the like the three pillars, like AAA shooters or whatever, and yeah, not not a lot. So, so we're always we're always rooting for indie studios. We always talk about indie games on this channel, and uh, we'll. Uh, and he said he uh, another dude was saying he'd it. be happy to have me play the next play test and check it out. So I was like, yeah, I I will check it out. Just I hope they take that uh, that that criticism. It might not have been super constructive, but it was definitely criticism. I definitely kind of <laughs> you know 
bashed on the game a little bit more, but I just felt a little bit more emotional about it. I was like, bro, I'm just so tired of seeing games that promise this and showcase something else, especially seeing, I think Cody is his name. He's one of the developers on the team work with tactic gamer on one of his projects. And I saw video of how the gunplay looked like on that. And it looked amazing. And then I look at this tech demo and it looked like it took five steps backwards. I'm so, I was so confused when I saw that. So I was just like, you, you say you have all this amazing talent, but I, don't, I, I didn't see it in the tech demo at all. But hopefully, and I yeah. get using, and also using Unreal Engine assets is fine to showcase the mechanics of the game as long as you build up upon that and use your own thing. So, but yeah, and you can't, that's the other thing. You can't fault him too much for basically what we're saying yeah, is Unreal, like, yeah, Unreal Engine is fine. Cause they, no, cause I mean, they have it, they haven't asked for money. It would be it would be way worse if it was like if a Kickstarter actually, thing. Yeah, and he told me there's no NFTs, you know, and it's yeah, not going to yeah, be yeah. a Web.3 event. I was like, okay, I, I figured that wasn't the case. I'm yeah. pretty sure that isn't the case, you know, so I'm glad that that was clarified. Yeah, and, and for us, for us, the criticism comes from wanting to see it succeed um, because we need more yeah. titles like this. But it's not 100%. It's not like we want to see games fail. Like we're tired and heartbroken when these games have to shut servers down and they don't make it and people can't play them anymore. Uh, just because we just want to see, mm -hmm. we want to see the indie scene uh, uh, thrive. So thrive. like I said, I would have loved to seen like a tech demo, maybe uh, a few months down the road because uh, people's first impression. I know people, people that uh, like watch this channel and uh, people that, that do all that stuff know what a beta test is and know that it can be rough and it's and it's going to be moving forward but that caveat of we wanted to show the good and the bad your everyday guy that's scrolling through the steam store that sees this game pop up as a tech demo dude we the people that looks cool i want to check it out and plays a tech demo it's like what is this they don't know all that stuff and uh mm -hmm. and i and i worry i worry that uh first impressions mean a lot because i we've seen certain games not be able to recover from yeah. from first impressions Take your time. Don't worry about the deadlines right now. You got time on your side, you know? And uh, the one thing I do like to see, especially with the, with the devs in chat, uh, staying positive with criticism and stuff will also, I think, get you a long ways. Um, not that I... Yeah, I hope they didn't I take any it. offense to my video. Again, I, and the one thing that kind of pissed me off, he was like, I get it. YouTubers got to use clickbait and get the views. I was like, I wasn't doing it for the views, man. My channel's not that big. Like, if, if it flops and is horrible... Like, it's not the point. I was doing it to put my message out there to my community to let them know how I felt about this game. And it, that just wasn't, I wasn't doing it for the views. I, that's not any time I put a video out there. I expected to, I always expected to bomb. That video was for the <laughs> streets. This video was for the streets. Exactly. <laughs> but Keep yeah. Your ears down to the ground. Um, I'm the same. I, I actually have an emergency that I got to go attend. All good. So. Just wanted to get that out there, but I appreciate you guys. Guys, I love you in chat. Love you guys hanging out, but I got to go take care of some stuff. So, okay. But if, if you want to do a quick, one quick, quick shot, I'll scream it real quick and then I'll head out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. Go on. Get, your, get yourself handled. All right. All right. Later. later. Oh, look, I have this scene ready and ready to go. Um. So, yeah, the other thing, the other thing that I feel weird about um i feel weird like telling people like acting like i know stuff on how games and stuff work i'm just a dipshit on the internet with like five thousand subs so take that for what it's worth you don't have to listen to my dumb ass um take care blue hope everything's all right 
uh guys just a couple more quick things um that i wanted to talk about over here um so but anyway to wrap that up uh good luck to we the people uh thank you guys for for popping into the channel and taking the time to do that um i know you guys are busy and uh i super 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 appreciate it um but yeah so we'll we'll, we'll keep an eye on it 100 percent. and uh if there's ever a time uh that you guys want to come on and talk about stuff and what you got going uh holler at me but yeah it's a small channel i'm just an idiot on the internet that talks about games i don't know that much take my opinions with a massive massive grain of salt um but yeah no we'll uh we uh we always try to like on the shows like at the first part of the show i really like i talk about kind of like the main stories and stuff like that and then we always have like the quick shot segment um talking about like everything and we always talk about indie games every single week uh just because we're just always we're always uh hopeful hopeful for him uh, but yeah 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 i can get i can get onto the the discord and keep an eye on stuff because that's what it's about man um and to see you guys like now we have a starting point to hopefully see you guys improve and get it get it moving forward and get it to where it needs to be and people excited about it there were some uh cool concepts in it and uh to get that polished out will be will be really cool to see um so yeah i had a couple quick shots to talk to you guys about quick shots um not very many two of them i think um the first quick shot baby i saw this and uh, i was actually uh i'll be honest with you guys blue's not here i can be honest with you guys i was actually on the bathroom i was sitting on the toilet and uh i saw this and i thought it was pretty funny um so what they're doing with call of duty cheaters I really don't think this has any effect on like my everyday life because no matter when every time I play search and destroy and call of duty, like I come across cheaters, like all the time anyway, like blatant ones. Um, but this I thought was really funny and kind of, I'm always, I hate cheaters like so, so much. And I know like pretty much all legit players despise cheaters. And I thought this was a really actually unique way to take on cheaters. I've always been, like kind of a big proponent of like the anybrain.gg um like the discord or the the ai anti-cheat i want to see that succeed i would love to see that work it has some really cool um um what do i want to say potential with it this was a really cool way to find cheaters so what call of duty did with their ricochet anti-cheat is they made hallucinations will call out will out call of duty cheaters um so what it does is it puts fake players on the map and if the player interacts with them so if the player like aims at him watches him tracks him through a wall or whatever it outs them as a cheater because they're not going to be seen uh by the legitimate players so if they suspect someone of cheating they'll put these hallucinations on the map and if they try to shoot them it means they're a cheater um so that's uh that's really cool um to see um yeah they, so in the past they've done silly stuff uh implementing software that thwarts cheaters by snatching their guns making legit players invisible and banning them outright um this is a new mitigation uh for the twin shooters called hallucinations it's another way to detect and eat characters and create a fairer game <coughs> so essentially what i thought was cool and this is something um that i've always thought about happening is and it's similar to anti-cheat if you could see what the players are doing and see like their unnatural movements and stuff like this but seeing them interact with a fake player is such a cool way to 100 percent 
get him caught and get him out. So this is something cool uh, that Modern Warfare 2 is doing. And, and to be fair, like real world experience with this, when I see this stuff, I, I never, I never see it. I still see cheaters like all the time in this game. Um, I, and and that's that's a duel. Like the other stuff was kind of funny, like trolling them and stuff. But this would be a cool way, like if this was more widespread, to put these clones. And what they what they do is the hallucinations send the same player telemetry data to the server. So those 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 hacks and those cheats. You know they get that player position data, and that's how they can they can you know put that up on your screen on your HUD, and you can see enemies through walls and stuff. So this puts that information out, and then you can see if the cheaters interact with it. Like it's a super cool way um, to actually to actually catch them. I thought so. Hopefully stuff like this works more. Um, but it it would be cool to see it actually work. Like I said, I've seen all this cool stuff that they tweet about Ricochet, but I still don't feel it. <laughs> Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about with all this talk about Marathon, um, I want to talk about Marathon like in a different way too uh, sometime because I feel like there was a really big Marathon gameplay leak uh, with Insider Gaming and it like flew completely under the radar and people hardly talked about it when Marathon was like one of the biggest games that was talked about um at summer games fest that people were the most excited for when it comes to shooters was was what bungie was working on with marathon and, and i am too and this sounds like another one of those potential extraction shooters that could solve like the end game dilemma with an extraction shooter right um so that kind of flew under the radar because i think that's when x defiant beta was happening that's when battle bit dropped um that's when all that stuff was happening right after uh summer games fest and I feel like that gameplay leak went under the radar a little bit. So, I, I, and we talked about it on here. Um, I, I just I might want to make a video about it and stuff because I just feel like people aren't as excited about it as as they should be. Um, but here we go. When we talk about Bungie, there are they're not only working on that. Um, they're also working on a title called Matter. And I did a video on this uh, quite a while ago too. A few years ago, there was a job listing for a new Bungie game in search of a senior marketing manager for a mysterious new IP. While the ad for the job itself didn't give too much info other than describing the ideal candidate as someone with experience in MMORPGs, it soon came after Bungie trademarked a new IP matter. So uh, this was trademarked um, earlier and the release date is potentially in 2025. And Bungie did say by 2025, they wanted two new IPs. So they were gonna refer to, to Marathon and the other one is allegedly this Matter game. Um, so they could be making like another MMO RPG type game. Um, this is the statement that they said, as of 2021, the company has more than doubled its headquarters space and plans to open a new studio in Amsterdam and development of a new IP currently expected to release in 2025. And that's what they're kind of thinking. Um, that one's gonna be, um, yeah. So, Bungie's working on two games, and I'm interested in it. It's going to be really cool to see. I just wanted to, to bring this up uh, because I don't think enough people are thinking about what Bungie's working on. It's, it's been so long since we've seen Bungie work on anything that's not Destiny that I'm just really excited about uh, Matter and about what they got going on over there. So, that's really all I had. Uh, Blue had to take off. I get it. Hope he's all right. Shout out to Blue uh, for being here. Uh, shout out to all you guys for being here. I think that's about a show. We usually try to go in an hour and a half. 
And uh, yeah, uh, Ivan asked, you think it will catch big name streamers uh, that cheat? Uh, I hope so. I have no idea about all that stuff, man. <laughs> I have no idea. If you cheat, you're a trash can. Get out of here. Um, that's what I think. Um, I think that's all I had. Unless you guys had anything to talk about, thank you so much for being here. Um, again, the podcast downloads continue to climb uh, on all the audio platforms. If you are someone that's interested in that, uh, you can pretty much search the scope on any podcast platform. It's all around out there. Um, you can also uh, hop in the Discord, hop in my Discord. There is a scope section for feedback for news stories and stuff you want us to cover. Um, there's also some stuff for, uh, I also post the audio links in there. From that link, you can click on that link and go to the platform of your choice to listen to the audio-only version. So thank you. Big shout-out to all the audio-only listeners. There's been more and more of you every week. That's super, super cool. Um, thank you guys for hanging out in chat. Like I said, I love when people are here in chat. That's why it's on the screen. So when people watch it back on the channel, they can see what you guys are saying because I love uh, hearing from you guys in chat. I love you guys being part of the show. Um, and, yeah, I'm just so thankful um, for people that come hang out and listen to us talk about video games. I have a super, super good time. I look forward to every Monday because of you guys. Um, thank you again. And uh, we will see you in seven days. Everyone stateside, have a safe and happy 4th of July. Uh, be careful out there. And we will be live tonight here pretty soon over on twitch.tv slash crash eight. If you want to give us a follow over there, uh, let, me, let me drop the link. Let me make it easy uh, before we go. Um, I'll be streaming some uh, Rainbow Six over there tonight. I think I might, I think I might even get a little crazy and uh, break out the cigars and uh, maybe maybe a glass or two of bourbon. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to hop over there? Uh, there's the link. Drop a follow. Love to see you over there in just a little bit's time. Thank you so much for watching.